It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to talk about hirings and firings, maybe? In Major League Baseball, we're going to talk about College athletes getting paid, possibly. At least in one state, that's going to happen. We're going to go in on mediocrity. What do I mean by that? You'll find out later. We're actually actually going to have a wonderful Dota of the Week, and we're going to go in upon further review music style. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. Dateline Anaheim! The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim have put the axe to former catcher Brad Osmus. Yes, the axe has been made after only being on the job one year. Now, it is rumored that the Cubs, former manager Joe Madden and former Rays manager, is going to make his way out into Orange County. We're not sure. Do we really care? Mm. Dateline Seattle. Thursday night's game actually was pretty good. Actually, the second in a row that Thursday night has given us a good game. The Rams traveled up to CenturyLink Field. They met up with the Seahawks where the Seahawks eked out a 30-29 victory. And now the Seahawks stand alone atop the NFC West with a four and one record, they knocked the Rams down to three and two. Now, the final score is not quite all of what is the story. Actually, the story is how porous the Rams defense was. Wilson almost had all day to throw when he had time to throw. 17 to 23, 268 yards, four touchdowns, no INTs. Now you would say, well, okay, it's a decent day. That's a day you want your quarterback to have, especially if you carry the rock 43 times and gain almost 170 yards, along with the 17 for 23, 268-yard, four-touchdown performance that your quarterback produces. So they allow four touchdowns to Russell Wilson. They allow Carson, the running back for the Seahawks, to gain almost 120 yards. And it is safe to say the Rams' defense is scuffling and struggling. This is the second straight game that they have allowed 30-plus points. Now, yes, I know the Bucks scored 55, I believe, on them. 52 or 55. But if I'm not mistaken, two of those touchdowns came on defense. But the Rams have given up at least 30 points on offense. 
on defense, I'm sorry. On the other side of the ball, Golf almost threw for 400 yards. Of course, he threw the ball 49 times to get there. But they only ran the ball 18 times. Gurley only received it 15. And they only had 81 yards rushing. A lot of people are saying that Golf is a game manager and he sucks and all of that. But the thing is, you're not paying attention. He had an off game Sunday, no question, against the, the Buccaneers. He may not have been the sharpest at points and at times, but you're playing against a really stout defense in, in the Seahawks who they got off on them. So it's not as if Goff was doing nothing. And correct me if I'm wrong, do game managers throw for 400 yards with an offense that has a running game that doesn't sniff 100 yards on the ground? Normally, you would want your quarterback to run and only throw the ball 20, 25 times if he's a game manager. Now, you'd probably say, well, hey, you just said that Wilson only threw for 23 times himself. Wilson is not a game manager. But what he did do is play within the realm and the scheme of his offense. His offense was cooking on the ground. Why ruin that? And if they were cooking in the air, I'd say the same thing. Why ruin that? And there's going to be times that he's going to have his game where he cooks and the running is not going to be all that all there, but the Seahawks still win. And we had that last year with golf. We're going to have that this year with golf in accordance to the Rams. They do play again later this year. It will be in the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. The last three times these teams have played, it's been good games. Thursday night did not disappoint. One of the greatest games of the year. Dateline San Francisco. Well, technically Santa Clara, because 49ers quarterback Richard Sherman is really loving the new rule that California has instituted with their athletes in the, quote, amateur realm. Close quote. So Governor Gavin Newsom, this past Monday, signed a bill into law. That will allow states, college athletes to hire agents and be paid for endorsements. And that starts four years from now. Now, this is in direct opposition to the NCAA model, which basically forbids student athletes from profiting one dime off of the game, off of their name, off their image, off their likeness, while holding amateur eligibility. Sherman, who graduated from Stanford, knows the NCAA and how they get down with athletes quite well. And he had this to opine about the new rule, or I should say the new law that has come into effect for now California college athletes. Quote, I hope it destroys the NCAA in general because I think it's corrupt and it's a bunch of people talking. I'm sorry. I hope it destroys the NCAA in general because I think it's corrupt and it's a bunch of people taking advantage of kids and doing it under a mask of fair play. Even the things they're suspending these kids for are ridiculous. You're suspending kids for YouTube channels and they're saying, oh, it's because other kids can't do it. Close quote. Well, we may see a revolution of sorts with how athletes in the college realm will be treated. I think what we're also going to be seeing is the NCAA trying to hold on to it, the vestiges, the last vestiges of making billions of dollars while having to dispense none of it. 
because it makes no sense to have these schools who earn at least millions on bowl trips, not not the regular season games they play or even the conference championship games they play. And the NCAA makes billions off these children. And yes, I call them children because, well, I mean, they're not grown like you and me. (laughs) We're grown men, grown women out in this world. We're talking about 18, some even 17, because they're young enough and eligible enough to actually be in college that that young. We're talking between 17 and 21-year-olds. I think it's right. And considering that people think that 18-year-olds are, are adults, if you could be in the military and get paid at 18, why not go to school and get paid if your school is making money off of your exploits, hard-earned sweat, and dogged determination to make their program stand head and shoulders above the rest in the athletic arena. Dateline San Jose! Creeping down Silicon Valley just a touch. The forward of the Sharks, Evander Kane, has been suspended. Why? He's been suspended because he abused an official. Now, what do I exactly mean? Well, there was a preseason game that the Sharks played. And he was ejected for abusing an official, and Kane has called it an, quote, absolute joke. Close quote. He's suspended for three games. The rule in the NHL rule book, under 40.4, it states the following. It automatic suspension for a player is levied for abusive official if any player or goalkeeper who by his actions physically demeans an official or physically threatens an official, but not limited to throwing a stick or any other piece of equipment or object at or in the general direction of an official, shooting the puck at or in the general direction of an official, spitting at or in the general direction of official, or who deliberately applies physical force to an official solely for the purpose of getting free of such an official during or immediately following an altercation shall be suspended for not less than three games. Well, Kane, it's written in black and white, son. If they deem that you have abused an official, to the sideline you go. Dateline Los Angeles. Now, boxing as of late has been absolutely boring for the possible exception of fights we see with Deontay Wilder or lately fights that we've seen with Anthony Joshua and even seeing Tyson Fury. And no, it's not that I am only seeing heavyweights. I'm seeing all of the weight classes. You have those. And of course, in the middleweight division, you have Canelo Alvarez and Triple G. In the welterweight division, you have a budding superstar, and his name is Errol Spence. And the reason why he is getting fame is because one, he's undefeated. Two, he has a style that is varied. He has great skill for a boxer, especially for a welterweight. The only knock has been he has not been tested in the ring, and this past Saturday night, he was. Sean Porter put the pressure on him, decided to throw monkey wrenches in the plans of a clean 
tactical fight that Spence likes to use, likes to exhibit, lured him into more of a brawl and almost lost. But in a majority decision, Spence won the fight. Almost every prognosticator of boxing has loved this bout. They have said raving things about both Porter and Spence. Normally you would hear, well, one fighter was active and the other fighter decided to just hold up and not want to get hit. That was not the case here because both fighters were active. And Spence, who is rather confident, he was really respectful, though, of Porter. Quote, this is a lifetime dream. It shows hard work pays off. Sean Porter is a rough and awkward fighter. I didn't get off what I wanted to. He's a true champion. He made it tough, but all my punches have bad intentions. Close quote. Porter dropped to 33 and 1, while Spence continues being undefeated. Now his record is 26 and 0. Dateline Minneapolis! Vikings fan, are you ready to actually say out of your mouth that Kirk Cousins is not that man? If so, it's about time. If not, what is you watching? The Vikings are now 2-2, two and two, and they are last place in the NFC North Division. And this is coming off the heels of when Thielen, post-game, in the bowels of Soldier Field after they got throttled by the Bears 16-6, said that Kirk Cousins needed to throw the deep ball more, and he needed to also step up. Cousins, hearing that, went on to his weekly radio show, and he said the following. Quote, I really want to apologize to Adam Thielen because there's too many opportunities where we could have hit him Sunday. And I talk to the media. I always say until I watch the film, it's hard for me to really give you a straight answer. Well, now it's Tuesday night. I've watched the film and the reality is there were opportunities for him. Close quote. Well, we are one quarter through the season. You have two all-pro wide receivers in Thielen and Stephon Diggs. Both of them have 13 receptions each. Diggs is hurting to the point where he just is not entertaining wanting to be a member of the Vikings. He's skipping practice. So is it the line Vikings fan? Is it the lack of running game Vikings fan? Is it the defense Vikings fan? Or is it the fact that the team is fine, but the quarterback sucks? I think it is the latter. Dateline Major League Baseball. So the stage is now set. And this past week, the wild card round was thrilling in one aspect and eh, rather ho-hum in the other. Let's deal with the whole hump one first the A's hosted the Rays and the Rays jumped all over the A's the final score was five to one the bats came to play and the arms just simply shushed the A's up and so now it sets up for them to travel to Houston and play the play at the juice box against the Astros this weekend the other American League matchup in the ALDS 
will feature the Twins and the Yankees. Now, it's interesting because you have two teams that are not scared to bring the lumber. Both uh, both teams just simply knock the cover off the ball. So which pairs of arms are going to last in this tussle? That's the American League. Now, the NLDS is set, but the NL wildcard game was a whole lot more thrilling and interesting. The Brewers got up three to nothing in the fifth. No, in the fourth. I'm sorry. And it was three one from the fifth to the eighth. And with two outs and their number one man hater on the hill, it went downhill for the Brew crew with bases full of Nats, a line drive in the right field landed softly on the grass. And then it kept laying on the grass and rolled right underneath the right fielder's glove, plating two more runs. And what I love most was you should have seen the excitement in the stands of National Park. I don't think I've ever seen, and I said this to somebody, I don't think I've ever seen any sporting event in Washington. It could be the Washington NFL franchise, the Bullet Slash Wizards, the even the Capitals, and they won the Stanley Cup last year. I've never seen that area go ballistic over a sports team. And it really was a great sight to see. And I was really happy when I saw it. So that 3-1 deficit turned into a 4-3 lead for the Nationals. They closed the door and they travel out to L.A. where they go to uh, go to Chavez Ravine to face off against the Dodgers. The other NLDS matchup features the NL Central champs, the Cardinals, the NL East champs, Atlanta Braves. They play the first two games in SunTrust Park. That's in Marietta, Georgia. My prediction out of the National League, I really do believe the Dodgers are going to have just too much for everybody. The AL, I'm going to go with my heart. I really believe the Astros. There is another team in the majors who has the arms like they do. When you have two Cy Young leading contenders on the same staff. And you have an ace who is a number three starter. That's really hard to compete. I don't care who you are. But it's going to be exciting for the next three weeks. I really look forward to seeing who's going to be the team that's going to hoist the trophy. Will it be the Dodgers who, after two times not doing it, will they do it a third time in as many tries? Will it be the Yankees getting their 28th championship? Will it be the Twins who will get their first championship in 27 years? Sorry, 28 years. Will it be the Braves who knocked on the door many times in the 90s and couldn't break through but once? Or will it be the Astros, the team that looks like is the favorite to win it all? In my estimation, that's the team who's going to take it all. So you heard it here first. Cole Sports says the Houston Astros will take their second World Series championship in three years. Prepare to go crazy down there, Ace 10. Later, we're going to talk about a person who simply needs not to set foot on the gridiron ever again. And upon further review, we're going to have a musical showdown. But immediately following the break, (laughs) I'm about to... Go in! 
pain that you're suffering is so unbearable, so painful, so bad, so horrendous that you just simply can't see the forest for the trees, literally, that all you can feel is heartbreak and loss. Well, I have a free audio for you. It is titled How to Heal from Heartbreak. Let it all come to you so you can be about the business of healing. Today is a new day. Claim it at GetOverDivorce.org. Never looked so black. All right, so what do I mean? Just take a look at the American Football Conference Southern Division. Those four teams, the Texans, the Colts, the Jaguars, and the Titans, all have one thing in common today. What is that one thing in common? I'm about to... Go So here we are. Week five of the two thousand nineteen NFL season, the one hundredth campaign, and also the fiftieth campaign where the AFL and the NFL merged into being the NFL with the AFC and the NFC. That's important for a little later. But of the 14 teams that came into this week with 500 records, four of them happen to reside in the same division. That is what the Indianapolis Colts, the Houston Texans, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Tennessee Titans have in common other than being in the same division same division same record now let's play the if the season were to end today game if we were to end the season today and the playoffs would begin this weekend the houston texans would win why because they are the only team in the division who has not suffered a conference loss yet they would get it over the colts who this past weekend, lost at home to the Raiders. The Titans, who started off strong, beating the Browns 43-14 to in Cleveland, laid two eggs in between their impressive beatdown in Atlanta. And then you have the Jaguars, who have caught the Gardner Minshew fever. After dropping their first two contests, they decided to wake up, beat down the Titans with nine sacks, and then route to a 20 to 7 victory. And they came from behind 17 to 6 to beat the Broncos in Mile High. So all four teams took 
different routes to get back basically to zero and zero. It truly is anybody's division. So why am I talking about this? Well, it's special. It's absolutely special. Why? I mentioned this earlier. The AFL and the NFL merged in 1970. This is the 50th year of the merger. This is the first time in the since the merger that we have had a division going into week five with all four teams tied at two wins and two losses. I, I want to be impressed with this division, but it's, it, it, it hearkens me to just believe that this is going to be the division where whoever wins it is going to go host whomever and get beat down. Like they will host the Chargers or they would host the Browns or they would host the Ravens and and get summarily beaten to a pulp in the home stadium, whether it is the Titans, the Jaguars, the Colts, or the Texans, whomever will be the winner, or I should say the survivor of the AFC South mediocrity division, they will suffer a huge, heartbreaking demolition of their own team, and they will go to they will go out the playoffs one week after the rest of the division had. That's what I'm foreseeing because I'm not seeing anything special about any of the four teams. You have the team, the Jaguars, who they're up and down. It's they, they're the most emotionally unstable of the four of the four divisional teams. When they're invested, they are lethal. When they could give a crap, they are horrible. The Titans, they suffer from the disease of if you don't believe in them, they'll win. If you say that this is something that is a lock solid stone cold cinch that they're going to win this game, they lay a huge egg. They are horrible in those types of games. The Colts, they're still trying to find their way, and it seems as though they are set, settled and set with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. They're having a difficult time really honing into their identity. I personally think they have a nasty offensive line. They need to run more because it will save Brissett. It will save their defense because the defense is fast, and it is susceptible to a running game, as we saw this past Sunday against the Raiders. And then you have the defending AFC South champions, the Texans, who are solid, but not spectacular except for quarterback, a wide receiver slot, and a defensive end slot. Otherwise, you're dealing with eh, talent, and you're dealing with, oh boy, offensive line talent, except for Laramie Tunsil. So you have a, you have mediocrity just sprinkled all throughout the division, and I really hate to say this because I'm a fan of one of these teams. AFC South fan, be prepared to be thoroughly embarrassed, thoroughly laughed at, thoroughly joked and clowned about, and then thoroughly dismissed after the wild card round the first weekend in January. I think it's time for all four teams to take 2019 and write it off as a huge loss. Because I don't see any of these four teams being better than they all are. I can actually see all four teams being 8-8 eight and eight to end the season. I can actually see that. But we probably see two teams. 
we'll probably see two teams that won't be eight and eight. One will be seven and nine. The other will be nine and seven. We might see that, I think. But I'm not surprised that we have a division one quarter of the way through the season, and it's as if no games have been played. Who is going to take charge of that division? That is going to be the question. But in my estimation, that answer is nobody. AFC South, shake your head. Because you all are horrible. When I come back, the adult of the week. <laughs> I look forward to this all the time. You've tuned into the classiest sports show on the planet. Cold Sports! From the vault, a look back at a key moment in sports history. October 5th, 2001. The controversial slugger Barry Bonds looked at a mark that Mark McGuire set in the home run chase three years prior. In the magical year of 1998, he hit 70 homers. Bonds, in 2001, set out to outdo that mark and on this date he did there's a high drive deep into right center field to the big part of the ballpark number 71 and what a shot over the 421 footmarker the deepest part of any ballpark in the National League and Barry Bonds is now the home run king number 71 and it was Shanho Park was the one who suffered the ignominious two homers that he gave up to Bonds in that game, bringing that mark to 72 as that game was over. But in the final game of the regular season, Bonds hit another to end the season with 73. Barry Bonds becomes the single season home run champion on this date in 2001. From the Vault, brought to you by Cole Sports! You want to purchase shirts that actually say something that give you that appearance of being important, of wearing basically your heart as well as well your belief on your sleeve or on your shirt will come to the christian t-shirt company we have all of what you're looking for you can find that store at cold sports with the z.com hey you you want to write are uh, you a blogger? Do you feel the need that you can express yourself, but you want to do so through manuscript? Or are you a journalist? Well, come on down to the Breaks Media, 
We are looking for bloggers just like you. And it doesn't matter what field in which you want to write in. We want to see you and your words put on paper. Well, put on virtual paper. Just go on to thebreaksmedianetwork.com or email thebreaksmedia at gmail.com and we will be glad to receive your request and put you on the fast track to have your words be read by thousands of people. The Breaks Media, we're looking for writers just like you. Sponsored by nobody, but we're still going to give it to you straight with no chaser. The winner of this episode's Dota of the Week is... Former Bengals, now current Raiders, linebacker, Vontis Perfect. Now, he could have earned his way many times on this list. He escaped it for many different reasons. This week, he couldn't escape it. Burfitt was ejected from last Sunday's game against the Colts after he lowered his helmet for a late hit to the head of the tight end for the Colts, Jack Doyle. Now, the play drew a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness. The officials reviewed the play even further and they put it on a further review and they concluded that Burfecht should be ejected. I'll explain his ways of enjoying that ejection later. Doyle was asked after the game about the hit and he had this to say. Quote, I just got tackled. I'm sure it looked worse than it was. I didn't really feel anything from it. My helmet protected me. Close quote. Well, that's the problem, Doyle. Your helmet shouldn't protect you like that or for a blow to the crown like that. That that shouldn't be the way. Perfect. He has been suspended for actions like these and also actions like hitting players below the knees and rolling on their knees. Ten times in his eight-year career. He has been fined 13 times for similar acts. Oh, and how did he leave Lucas Oil Stadium's field? He left it to, of course, a cascade of booze, and he blew 
is to the crowd. Ignorance, ignorance. You should never be that ignorant. Never. However, that is what we're suffering here. We're suffering from a, a player who seems to not get it. Well, well, hopefully you can get this, Mr. Perfect. You, sir, are a danger to the game, to the players, to the league, to the fan base, and to yourself. People have clowned Antonio Clown because you hit him. You say shoulder, but I think it was crown of head to helmet too on that one. People clown him for being touched in the head. I just say he's touched. I don't find it funny. I just think that's why he's being the way he is. You, sir, are a little touched in the head, too, and I ain't laughing at it. I'm saying, get your brain checked. Because there's some behavior that you are exhibiting which makes me shake my head in perpetuity about you. Son, you got a, you received a shot. Luckily, it was not with the head. But you received a blindside crackback shot from one Juju Smith-Schuster in retaliation to what you did the year before to Brown. Now, you got up, but I'm sure you were shaking a bit when you were hit because you weren't expecting the shot. Imagine someone doing that to you because now that is actually a penalty. That is a personal foul penalty. Imagine someone doing that to you 13 times. I think then it would get the message. Obviously, getting in your wallet doesn't get the message. But the fact that you are a menace to football should be. And look, Gruden, John, Gruden, the coach of the Raiders, you can fight for this guy all you want. He doesn't get it, man. He does not get it. It is a waste of your time, a waste of your energy, and a waste of your breath to fight for this guy who simply does not get it. Maybe this year-long suspension that the NFL has put him on will. I'm sorry. I, I People can say that's a bit excessive. Those 13 suspensions, those 10 suspensions and those 13 fines have more than earned it for him. And I hope he enjoys sitting on the sideline, sitting in his living room, not being able to suit up, not being able to put that helmet on his head to protect him from hitting people that way and see that you can be that tough, that physical, that aggressive sort without the need to use your helmet as a spear. Tighten that crap up, man, because... This league is looking at shots like that. They are looking at that because they're trying to protect themselves from concussion lawsuits that they have been fielding the last decade and a half and concerns decades before that, and you aren't helping matters. So getting you off the field, hopefully that will help matters. Hopefully it will put players on the field at ease that they're well taken care of by the league because they're not well taken care of by you, sir. You are a danger. And it's time that someone says it to you and it is now time for you to sit. And I have never said this about the NFL and suspending somebody, but bravo NFL, you stepped up to the plate and did the right thing. Thank you, Shield. Now, stand by this. 
if he gets on the field next year and he pulls that same crap, ban him for life. Because we do not need to have that type of energy on the field, period. When I return, bars. Pawn for the review is next. That's what I, that's what I say. I'm a Jesus follower more than a religion, more than a type of faith. Uh, that's who I want to be, a Jesus follower. Uh, I believe that Jesus is my best friend. Uh, he's been here. Entrepreneur and host of the 12 Minute Convos, Angel Jones joins me on Revelations. That's on Pippa.io. And all major podcast directories. Six will begin in the NFL. Major League Baseball is going through their playoff season. The puck has dropped with the NHL and and major basketball action. The NBA is close to tipping off. In fact, it'll be another week after that. What else will be on tap? Well, you just have to tune in and find out. Because that's for next week. For this week, normally this segment is the hard-hitting, journalistic, investigative portion of the show. But sometimes journalism has to have just a tad bit of fun. And in, in this instance, the fun is Shaquille O'Neal versus Dame Dollar on the mic. What am I talking about? Well... Some may know, others may not. Let's get to it, shall we? In upon further review. So Damien Lillard last month went on to the Joe Budden podcast and... He was asked about the skills of his rapping as compared to Shaquille O'Neal. And as many know, or many might not, uh, Shaquille, back in the early to mid-90s, had a decent hip-hop career. And I really do mean decent. Platinum records, 
Rhymed with uh, the group Fushnikins Rhymed with Biggie You know so His track record is pretty Pretty stout But Dame Of course being the Confident figure that he is Said that he was a better rapper Than Shaquille O'Neal Well Shaq Took umbrage And he dropped the track About four minutes ish long Basically saying Dame diss A freestyle And Some of the highlights In terms of bars Went as follows Quote Legendary I'm a hip hop scholar I'm trying to get a billion Who gives a About a dollar Take your time to respond There's no hurry You'll never be Westbrook Never be Steph Curry What's in your wallet? American Express or Visa? Talking like you're LeBron You ain't even Trevor Ariza Close quote Well not to be outdone Dame decided to drop his response Entitled Rain, Rain, Go Away And Rain is spelled R-E-I-G-N And his offering was the following Quote Said yourself that I'm a Tesla No longer need diesel gas Kinda like the cabs Ain't really need diesel And even in Miami Won that on the strength of the flash It'd be wise to move on Aristotle Cause this a gimme All the money in the world But traded you for penny Close quote Now for accuracy of the bar If I were to look at it from a sports fan's perspective Or a sports journalist's perspective Advantage Shaq uh, Let's be completely honest uh, Well Just the last line I read about uh, All the money in the world And they traded him for Penny Well Thing is He played alongside Penny And The thing is Shaq did get traded he signed with the Lakers as a free agent in 1996. Check the record books. So, factually, just on the strength of that, or the lack of strength of it, that goes to Shaq. Everything else is all Dame. The delivery, the quality of the track, the quality of the vocal, the flow. Except for, like I said, except for facts that was stated on wax, everything else tips in Damian Lillard's favor. And it's it's kind of fun to actually just think about it and not deal with all the heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. Because I, I think we all need to understand and take in in context that. This could have been nasty This could have been vicious This could have been raw 
but they decided to use their skills on the bike. And it's kind of nice to actually have a battle rap between NBA figures. It was it was entertaining to hear both tracks. And for those who haven't heard it and you want to hear them, you can check the show notes in coldsportswithac.com. This very episode will have both songs in its entirety ready for you to, well, I would say listen to, but I would also have to say view because these are both YouTube videos. In all, we were all the winners, really, because we got a chance to sort of laugh and not take too seriously this sports thing because sometimes we do and sometimes we have to but in this instance and in this case it's good to take off the hat of being serious and put on a hat of being competitive and being funny I think we need to have more of that and hopefully this makes us realize that we don't have to take every single thing seriously. That we can have fun. Heck, even if it is at another person's expense, as long as the person isn't hurt physically or mentally or emotionally or psychologically. You know, as long as offense hasn't been made, this is fine. And I'm glad that this was put in full, full view for all of us to hear. So to Shaq and to Dame, gentlemen, thank you. And if there's more to come, I look forward to hearing it. Hopefully it doesn't escalate beyond the booth and the mic. Let it stay there if, if things decide to take a turn for the more personal. If you happen to like this episode or any episode you've heard thus far, the subscribe button is flashing like a neon sign. Click it. And you will subscribe to Cole Sports with a Z.com. Now, if you want exclusive content, content only you, only you can see. Not even the whole world is privy to it. The Patreon page is waiting for you. The link is at a box presented at ColdSportsWithZ.com. You feel the need to say something? Well, say it with your chest. You can do so at ColdSportsWithZ.com. Hit that button that says, do you have a question for Cole? Let your voice be heard on the air. Click it and you will be able to record, speak, and send. Real simple. You don't want to speak, but you want to write. Well, you can reach us via email. ColdSportsWithAZ.com. You see email, ColdSportsWithAZ. Click on that button right there, and you can type away to your heart's content. You want to hear this voice on voiceovers and commercials. ColdSportsWithAZ.com is waiting for you. Come on and hit it. You want to make your voice heard in a group setting people who are just like you, people who are passionate about sports, but intelligent and respectful. The Cold Sports VIP room is the right place for you. Find that at ColdSportsWithAZ.com 
You want to find where I have appeared on other shows, coolsportswithazine.com. Also, do you have heartbreak that you want to heal from or divorce you want to heal from? Or you want to hear interviews as to how this man does them? You can find all that and more at coldsportswithaz.com. That's coldsportswithaz.com. You can check out me and all of this brand at coldsportswithaz.com. And it doesn't matter where you listen to me, how you listen to me, or when you do. I just want you to do these three simple things. Just three. Love your neighbors yourself and love yourself with your whole heart, mind, spirit, and soul. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this particular program and enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, and this is Cole Sports. You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.